What is up, all you nostalgic long bottoms? I bet Christian doesn't even understand. The long bottom leaf. I know oh, exactly. No, different long bottoms, <laughs> but that was good. You I've never, you I have never much, put Pitt. those two things together in. That's really good. What did, what long bottom were you referring to? Well, because Neville, now... Neville Longbottom is. You'll understand later. I do not understand. You'll get it later. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. It's, this isn't a buzzsaw Louie thing. Like you're you're <laughs> off the hook for not knowing this reference. Okay. And joined next to me is a man who who forgets everything, but also knows everything. I don't know. I just tried to build it up as best as I could. But Christian Flincham, everyone. Hello, everyone. I am forgetful of something. <laughs> I will admit. Who's a, like, like introducing who's across the way? <laughs> yeah, or remembering famous vines that there was a from kid, 2016. A kid, do you remember the vine <laughs> where the guy is like cutting steak and then he does that thing with the salt where he bends his wrist and he sprinkles the salt. He's wearing yes. glasses. He's yes. got long hair. And well, he's like really I know, red. I know the, the picture. I can't remember the okay. actual vibe. Okay, that's fine. So Christian saw it and was like, bro, look at this. And I was like, Christian, that is like five years old. <laughs> and he he says, okay, but the thing is, is like I have never followed any food like uh, pages or on anything. Instagram. On Instagram. And I was like, Christian. <laughs> This was like a big deal on like Vine and everything. And he goes, Well, they deleted Vine. So I don't. So Vine still lives when, in our hearts. When Vine was deleted, every memory of Vine was deleted from Christian's mind. Pretty much. I don't remember one I remember Vine. I remember like a couple of Vines. But... He was like, Well, they deleted Vine. So I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, getting us back on track, we have Kendra Mickles in the building. In the house. Do you think we'll ever be able in to this do metaphorical uh, building a podcast all together? Well, you are coming here, so we could do one with us here in Christian. Yeah, Denver. yeah. I just maybe this summer, maybe May. in in August, where we're going? together for uh, Christian sister's wedding. Oh yeah, that'd oh, be yeah. fun. Anyway. Kendra, yes. What have your elf eyes seen, girl? I'm so glad that you asked. I have just been dying to share. Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? So I finished reading a simple favor. I think I gave it three stars. Um, just didn't the the main character, the the character that Anna Kendrick plays in the movie, which I still haven't seen the movie. I've only read the book. But her, I just wanted to punch her in the face. She just made me, like, she was just so stupid and annoying. So that was, that made it frustrating to read. So the story ended up being okay, but uh, didn't didn't like her character. And so I only gave it three stars. So are you going to see the movie at yeah, all? Yeah, I do want to okay. see the movie and I'm going to compare. So I'll let you know. I, I tweeted about it and someone tweeted back at me and said that her character is way less annoying in the movie. So... Gotcha. Uh, is we'll it supposed see. to be? Is it supposed to be funny or no? No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's like it's it's like a lighter God Girl. Okay. Well, I'm just looking at the guy that directed it, and he's directed uh, things like Heat and Spy and uh, Ghostbusters. So that's why I was wondering. Bridesmaids. So he's directed every like woman comedy to come out 
Yeah. Fast. Well, no, uh, it's not a comedy. It's yeah, sure. it's a drama. So okay, cool. Um, finished Chernobyl. I thought I had one more episode, but there were, were only five. I guess I got it confused with Catch Twenty Two because I think that has six episodes. But um, really, really good. Highly recommend watching it. Um, at the end, they showed like uh footage from the actual thing and of like the actual people, and they gave a bunch of facts about like where the people ended up and another thing they said was that like we'll never know how many people died because like i mean people miles away just like cancer and stuff like that so we'll never know how many people died but um they said estimated between four thousand and ninety three thousand like that's how big wow the gap is but they said that the soviet what the Soviet Union claimed, and this has never been changed, is that only 31 people died. It's not surprising. Gotcha. It's crazy. So they're they're just including the people in the incident because that's yeah. what I had heard. Yeah. Was that it was just 30 something people, which yeah. was surprising. Yeah. When I heard well, that. but they they're not include like so many people were affected like. With They're not including all the radiation yeah. sickness from, yeah. or like complications from radiation yes. that killed. Exactly. So really crazy, but I highly, it, I, I mean, there's, it's gross. There's some really gross stuff, but if you can hide your eyes or, you know, I, I highly recommend it. It was very good. Um, watched uh, the new Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe. <sighs> I have to look up the actors. It's about, it's a romantic comedy. It's about two kids that were... They were friends in high school and kind of were going to be together in high school. And then they like fell apart and then they meet each other again when they're older. Uh, Ali Wong and Randall Park. Randall Park is from like uh, Fresh Off the Boat and okay that other stuff. It was it was pretty good. I, I laughed a lot and I like it's a it's a it's a good romantic comedy. But um, <laughs> there's a cameo in it. By, uh, if you don't want to know, because I kind of wish I had it known, but the internet spoiled it for me. It's, it's pretty all over the internet now, but if you don't want to know, skip ahead a couple seconds, but, uh, Keanu Reeves has a cameo in this movie. Like she ends up, uh, like dating him and that whole segment with him, I was just like cry laughing. It's so funny because he's playing himself and like, oh my word. It's so, like, you should just go and watch that part of the movie uh, Mm. if you don't want to watch the whole thing. Um, But super, super hilarious Keanu Reeves. And it's Mm. the most I've ever seen him smile ever in my whole life. So (laughs) (laughs) he was, like, smiling with his teeth. He's not one to smile. I know. (laughs) But he was smiling with his teeth, and I was like, that's weird. So there was that. Uh, I watched all three episodes of the new season of Black Mirror. The problem with only having three episodes is that if they suck, then uh, it's a crappy season. So the first episode, I did not like. The second episode, I really liked. And then the third episode with Miley Cyrus felt like a slightly dark Disney Channel original movie. Like the (laughs) the plot of it. Right. Uh, So, and it, like... You you haven't watched it yet, but no, I'm wa- sure I'm sure I will. I when mean, you watch I know it, we'll the like next time we I wonder if you'll agree. With, it didn't feel like a season. It didn't feel like Black Mirror. It just felt like 
it it just felt like a show. It didn't feel the the second episode was the only one that I felt like felt like it could have been in like a different season and fit mm. in. So, um, and that the second episode is the one with like Topher Grace and uh, the guy who plays Moriarty in the Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. and he's he's very good. So, I'll be interested to see what you guys think, but uh, yeah. th- thumbs down for me. And the the episode with Miley Cyrus, like nothing with technology happens for like all of it until the very end, and it's just like. Miley Cyrus like saying the f word a lot. Like, look how edgy we are. We have Miley Cyrus saying the f word, and I'm just like, I, this is not not likable at all. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what you think. And then uh, last night we saw X Men Dark Phoenix. I thought it was pretty good, and I think it's because I went in very ready for it to be bad. Um, and it definitely had issues, like. It was not perfect by any means, and uh, we didn't. I mean, we don't. We didn't really need another Dark Phoenix story to begin with, but um, I thought Sophie Turner did a pretty good job with what she had to do. The action scenes were were very good. Like the fighting scenes, I thought were really solid. So I would say, and I was talking to Eric, and he's like, you know, the big X Men fan, and he he was saying like. You should see it because this is, I mean, this is the end of these X-Men movies. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. We're not getting any of the characters we've, like, any of the actors and characters that we've had for our whole lives. Like, it's done. This is it. So the next X-Men stuff we get is going to be completely new, completely different. So it's it's the end of an era. It's kind of like with Avengers. It's, it's like, this is it. This is the end of the stuff we've grown up with so it's worth it's worth seeing for that yeah Um, i'll probably see it so yeah i i liked it because i had such low expectations eric uh did not like it for and you can ask him why but uh okay cool it didn't get the best like reviews on rotten tomatoes no it hasn't and i mean we've been hearing for like a year like how terrible it's gonna be so i think that's why i was so like i went in like okay this this could be really terrible but because i went in like that like the and really for me the action scene the fighting scenes were what redeemed it for me like it they're very good the fighting stuff so anyway that's all for me is sophie turner's character good well the problem is and eric said this when we were talking about just now, they don't give her a ton to do. She, you know, the dark Phoenix enters her. And then a lot of the movies, she's just like, what's happening to me? And (laughs) so (laughs) there's not, there's not like, it's just kind of one level. Um, But I thought I like her as Jean. I think she's a good Jean. I just, I think it's not her fault. I think she was not given a ton to do. Gotcha. Which is crazy because the movie is about her. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, that was interesting. Yeah, so I'll be uh, interested to see what you guys think about it. All right, well, I mean, me and Christians are going to bleed over, so I'll just go through what I've seen and then we'll, we can talk about the movies that we saw together. So I've started to rewatch Ar- Archer because uh, the new season came out on Hulu, so... 
Uh, I'm just starting from the beginning. It's a funny show. I wouldn't recommend it to uh, anybody who is offended by sexual innuendos. <laughs> but it's very funny. Uh, I've seen it's parts like, of it. It's like one of those shows that I forget about, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I really enjoy this show. So I'm going back and rewatching it, so that's been fun. I've I've kind of been in this weird limbo stage ever since Game of Thrones ended. Um, and I, obviously I haven't seen Black Mirror yet, but you talking about that really kind of brought brought this up. Me and my one of my really good friends, we were talking about Netflix and, and the – what it feels like the downfall of Netflix as far as quality goes is that I I I was gonna start The Last Kingdom because it was I thought well this will help me in my Game of Thrones absence and it was just like what what am I gonna get into another three uh, a show that already has three seasons out and it's not gonna end well um, and. I didn't think the previous season of Black Mirror was great. The first three seasons were phenomenal. Are you talking then, about Bandersnatch or are you talking about... No, the last the last season. Okay. That was just the movie. What was, it, in, even what been, was in the last season? Uh, Metalhead, Hang the DJ, the USS Callister. Oh, that one was so good. Archangel. And wasn't that the one with... Uh, oh, Archangel. That was good. Uh, was that the one where the, the dating one... Really yeah, hang the, hang the DJ. That's hang the DJ is honestly might be my favorite Black Mirror episode of all time. Really? But yeah, I love that one. It's so good. But it's Netflix is going away from we're producing good, edgy things, and it, it's we are now just trying. We're just trying to get it out, and we're just, just trying to produce. They keep they've put themselves in this weird stage where they have to meet the quota of feeling of making so much content and then it doesn't get it doesn't end well they don't care i what really has done it in for me was how the how they ended house of cards their first ever netflix original show and they ended it so poorly not to get on a soapbox but it just feels like netflix is going going down in They're a way stretching themselves very yes thin. very thin very thin anyway i don't mean to get on a soapbox about netflix so so, for the 75th anniversary of D-Day, I watched a war movie. It's not about D-Day. Uh, I watched Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, uh, so good. It's, it's probably top five favorite war movies for me. Maybe top ten. I don't know. Um, but very good. 1957, um, Alec Guinness at his best. I think this might... Obviously, Star Wars is great, and he's great in it, but I think this might be my favorite Alec Guinness performance. I think he does really, really well, and really, I mean, you really feel for his character. So, um, it's long. It is so long. It's two hours and 41 minutes. I love movies like this, old, the old-time movies, but they are all so long, mm -hmm. you know? And that, to me, that's the problem. I just can't sit down for two hours and 41 minutes and and uh pay attention so but anyway it was it's very good you bought it for me for christmas so i watched it that's Blue, true i did like the special collector's edition yeah yeah it's pretty cool it comes with like postcards and stuff like that so it's a pretty cool edition so anyway i watched that for it it has nothing to do with d-day it's not even in the same theater it's it's in the pacific it's not even in 
in the Europe, but I just wanted to watch a war movie, um, and I hadn't I hadn't watched that DVD yet. So, um, so yeah, I watched that, and then so this is I'll I'll, uh, I'll let Christian go into Godzilla a little bit more because I know that's what he uh, so. Friday night, we went to see Friday night and the lights are low. Uh, (laughs) Something, something, and then I, no. (laughs) (laughs) Looking out for a place to go. (laughs) Oh, right. So, anyway, Friday, I don't even know. Is that that Joe 5? No. Did you hear what Christian said? (laughs) You know what you're thinking? I know, it's ABBA, but you're thinking A-teens, because the A-teens did a version of that. You know, I just can't keep up with all these. Man. So, anyway, back to, back to. (laughs) So, Godzilla, to me, was fine. Kendra, I think you hit it right on the nose. They made they they made the mistake of trying to uh, making it out to be like you give a dang about Kyle frickin Chandler <laughs> and whatever whatever her name is Fungaya or whatever her last name is. It was just not. I just didn't care, and it felt like all the characters were there as plot devices. The memoirs of a geisha chicks. Literally, only job in this entire movie was to give you file scenes of like, let's yeah, throw files let's look at up. these like, pictures. That yeah, that was her whole purpose of this movie, and it was like, is she from Memoirs of a Geisha? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. So I thought you did. You read the book? I started reading it, and I never oh, finished it. Classic Kendra. I know it really is. Um, but I just. All you want, and I i will say this, and I'll let Christian talk about it a little bit more. I hated, I freaking hated, number one, the script was atrocious. <laughs> it felt, it, me, me and Christian and another friend went, and like 20 minutes into the movie, my friend leaned over to me and said, this is a god-awful script, and it didn't get any better. <laughs> Do you mean dialogue? Yeah. It, okay. Well, even not though, the plot. not even... No, not even that. It's an overcomplicated plot. Like very complicated. I don't e- I didn't even really know. At one moment everybody's in a submarine, the next they're in an airplane, the next there it's just felt like there's so much. Okay, spoilers for Godzilla from here on out. Okay. Well, then then it's like they have to go to freaking Atlanta. It just was an overcomplicated plot. Like all in all, it was just there was a lot and but, it was unnecessary. Listen, the all, this is what I'm going to say and the only thing is when she's like we have to restore balance, humans are the infection. I honestly just want to walk out. That is such a cliche and we didn't need it. We did not need that these people are trying to rise up all the all the monsters to to restore balance and to you know what I mean? It's just like you can you can list a bunch of things that are just like that. It was just so like what are we doing? All we need is like this monster has arrived, and the only body that can beat it is Godzilla, so let's help Godzilla. That was it. That's all you needed. I know. And they could have fun. just made it, like, the... Man, I can't remember what the... Ghidorah? Yeah, I think it's Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Um, yeah. Like, hey, this monster's here now. 
oh, we accidentally woke it up. Now all the other monsters are waking yes. up. Like, yes. that, and that's it. Like, that's all. It just seemed like, and there was so, it felt like, did you think that there was a lot of characters? Because uh, I, yeah, I mean. I felt like it was just like an over, it felt very busy. Is, yeah. I think that's that's how I felt about it. Now, with all that said, I love I loved Godzilla and I loved the fighting, and that's when it was fun. Is when, you know, Mothra was fighting the the lava pterodactyl thing that's, and uh, Rodan, 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 Rodan. I yeah. I liked that. I liked you know I liked obviously Godzilla turning into the lava thing at the end. I thought that, I thought it was all good. It was just. It was so draining. Too much people stuff. Yeah. Just, so anyway, Christian, just let I don't the know monsters I, fight. <laughs> I don't know if I stole all your thunder. Oh no. Uh, go ahead and move to Brightburn, Brightburn real okay. quick, and then I'll revisit. So, Godzilla. so the thing about Bright, I really enjoyed Brightburn. There was some things that I thought they could have done better, but all in all, they they gave us what we wanted. Um, and that was just a kid Superman being a bratty kid, realizing he can he's the strongest kid and he can do whatever he wants. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me was we saw Godzilla first. And I did not buy Scott Chandler or Kyle, I'm sorry, Kyle Chandler. And what what's her? I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Uh, from Flaminga, from yeah. uh, I did not buy their chemistry. But Elizabeth Banks and freaking uh, Roy from The Office was a very convincing, very, very convincing. And I thought Elizabeth Banks did a great job of of being a mom. So uh, this isn't spoiling anything, but there's some s- scenes where they're kind of like, hey, I think your kid might be crazy. And she's very mom-like saying – you know, my boy can do no wrong. He's just going through changes. He's just being that's a middle. In, that's boy. kind of in the trailer. Yeah, and and instead of be, that is a that is something that I could easily be annoyed about. Like, shut up! Like, obviously your kid, but you really do feel for her. Like, she is just a mother, and all she wanted was a kid, and now she's got it, and it has it. She it. You can see it unraveling of like, oh god, we have really done bad here. So. Yeah. So, is it the best movie in the world? No. Would this movie, like, in 10 years, I think people could latch onto it and say, what a, gr- what a good movie. I think it's great as a standalone. If they did a second one, I'd be down for it. So, And you think anyway. I should see it? Kid, I think you should just do it. I... I if you can watch A Quiet Place, I think you could watch this. Yeah, it's not. It's that not bad. scary. It's I mean, really. It's jumps. not the scariness that I'm worried about. It's it's the gore. That's that's the thing that I it's, have been. It's worried not about. that gory. There's only two things that make no, me uncomfortable. There's about well, there's about three. Oh, I'm, oh yeah. Is yeah. one of them the glass in the eye? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Which they show that one a was lot the, more. That one was the grossest. I'd say. Yeah, they show a lot more of the movie, but. Kinder, I think you should just do it. I think you'll right. be fine. Well, Eric doesn't want to see it uh, in theaters, so yeah. I'll either have to find someone else to go with or uh, just wait. Well, I'm I'm done on my rants, so Christian. Yeah, I I thought it was really good too. Um, Brightburn, I enjoyed. It's just it's fun watching. I don't know. 
I like stories of villains and it's just fun watching someone turn into a villain and like no one be there to stop him. Yeah, it's really to me it's very interesting that this movie got made in, in a lot of ways because it's not it is not your like superhero saves the day movie which pe- people want. Yeah. Know? So and I will agree with you on Elizabeth Banks and David Denman doing a really good job of being concerned. Thank parents. you for saying his name. I just said Roy from The Office. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they were, did a really good job of being concerned parents, and you know, just like, I mean, it was really believable. Like you, you, ne- you never want to believe that your kid, like any parent of a serial killer. You know, yeah. like Ted Bundy's mom, well, for yeah. example. Yeah. Like, didn't, be, you know, obviously you wouldn't believe that your kid would be capable of doing something like that. Right. And even, and like, you, not in such a dramatic way of just, like, you know, growing up as any kid, your your mom is, is that way to you of, like, you know. No, my son would never, you know. I don't know, drink underage or something. He's, he's great. You know, like not necessarily. So to obviously make the leap of like, no, my son would never kill anybody, you know? Yeah. And I definitely, I liked the, you know, I, it was one of those movies where you kind of know how, or you kind of can guess how it's going to play out. Yeah. Like, cause there isn't that many options. Right. I don't, uh, to be honest, I was kind of shocked at how low of a review this has gotten. I, I thought it was good. I really did enjoy it. So it it was definitely a more pleasant ride than Godzilla. Like Godzilla, it was kind of the opposite of Godzilla. Godzilla was like, you just need to sit through all this crap with the humans to get to what you want. This was kind of the opposite in that. And, uh, I think that the critics reviews of it and saying like, oh, this is super gory, this is, like, all this stuff has kept people from seeing it. Because, like, for instance, Eric and I were totally down for seeing it, and then he read some reviews, and now he's like, no, I'm not seeing that. So I think the critics' reviews kind of shot it in the foot. I just, I I don't, it, to me, it's not like it's unnecessary. It's not like it's a Tarantino, she gets a paper cut and blood sp- sprays everywhere. Like, it, it's, it's realistic as to what is happening. And right. I think it needed in a in a lot of ways. I think it needed to go that route of being that way to really sell the this kid is is really effed up. So yeah, and I guess the thing. I mean, I I also agree about uh, moving on to Godzilla. I knew exactly what this movie was going to be before I saw it. Obviously, we've heard Kendra's review last week. So, like, I already knew I was going to hate every human character in this movie, probably. <laughs> and I was actually surprised I didn't hate Millie uh, Bobby Brown as much as I thought I would. Like, I envisioned every scene with her is just her, like, crying or screaming, basically. And no, the entire I thought scene. she was pretty good. I thought, I thought she, she was wasn't good. in it as much. I thought she was going to be in it pretty much the whole time. I was I was fine with where they went with that character. Right. It wasn't. It was. She wasn't annoying. I thought uh, Vera was kind of annoying, like the mom. Uh, yeah, I thought she was. I mean, it is cliche to do this whole humans are the infection thing at this point because there's like thousands of movies with that premise. Yeah. 
So it is kind of just boring, but it's all it's all kind of blah to get you to monsters fighting. Right. That's how I felt. Like it was a story that didn't matter in a lot of ways. Yeah. Anything with the humans, you're just like, okay, can we please just like bury really, this along? Yeah. Yeah. I, but and, I, I, did and like, I said to Christian after it felt like everybody was about a hundred and ten percent. Like Scott Chandler was like, for God's sakes, kill them. For God's sake, stand down like the whole time. And so when you're like that, it's just overacting on overacting of everybody. You know, mm-hmm. humans are the infection. There must be balance. And it just gets so freaking draining. Yeah. So my favorite character was definitely uh, Tywin Lannister. I don't even know what his name was. <laughs> Charles, in this. Well, his real name is Charles Dance. <laughs> Charles Dance. There yeah. we go. And uh, he was a. Uh, yeah, he was definitely the best character. Yeah, um, he's a he's a classic. The monsters guy. look great. I loved everything. Yeah, about yeah them. no, you know, like I agree. I agree. Ghidorah was awesome. I love the, the part where the the all the electricity just like comes out of Ghidorah. Yeah, that was really cool. cool. Yeah, I agree. And I thought Mothra was really cool looking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought every I I would like to see that woolly mammoth looking thing. Yeah, that bit. was weird. That's, that was a cool looking thing. It I was like a it. woolly mammoth mixed with like a an ape. ape. Yeah, because he's kind of like walking on his forearms, yeah. you know, like Very a weird. like a gorilla. Yeah. So I mean, basically, you know, kind of what you're getting into when you watch this. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty long. It's two hours. Yeah, it's two hours and like eleven minutes. Yeah, so which is, I mean, and a lot of it is just kind of stuff that you never want to see again. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But uh, anything with Godzilla in it is awesome. I just wish they would. I wish they would just do a movie about Godzilla just running around and not really have much human involvement. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like a person chasing him, but you don't have to embellish this like long stupid story that has some you know hidden meaning or agenda oh or tireless humans are humans are the infection agenda i guess so but that's Kinder, pretty much it Kinder, how how uh, how long are we at right now 33 minutes man we are we might as well change our name to like review movies <laughs> with the sprinkle of nostalgia at this point <laughs> yeah i'll i'll skip uh several of mine i'm just gonna say one more so i watched the perfection on netflix it's got the girl from um she was the girlfriend um in that movie get out get out yeah get out jordan pills get out it was interesting it was kind of like i mean there's a lot of like weird stuff have you seen anything for this kendra no okay i don't think you'd like it there's some gory things <laughs> um that happened but i will say to not give anything away really it's basically about uh two celloists um one of them like all you really know is she's taking care of her mom who was sick and her mom just died and she's getting back into like the cello world and she was like Uh, a prodigy the cello world she was like a prodigy basically and she was a part of this like group that like um tutors celloists and like makes you know they like live in this place and uh like they're the best in the world basically yeah basically so 
she has like a you just get alluded to that she's had some type of breakdown or something like because they show like pretty much right at the beginning her like screaming and then like a flashback to her in like a mental hospital getting her head shaved and like getting strapped to a bed and like having a what do they call it where they shock shock therapy <laughs> so i mean it was it was pretty like intense um i i actually liked it a lot um it would it kind of at one point you're it it was definitely like it changed like what you thought the movie was going to be like four times so like in the middle of it i was kind of like well i don't know what they're going to do with this i'm kind of getting bored but then as things progressed i got back into it um but yeah a little bit violent uh definitely some some uh limbs falling off in this movie so yeah probably not something kendra would like but i enjoyed it if you're into like horror mystery type stuff this is a pretty good movie and there's a tension throughout and the music's really good too so cello i would recommend it cello you tip it on its side cello you have a bass it's like really like screechy cello you know tension type uh have you seen suspiria uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed. It's supposed to be like one of the scariest movies of all time, and they just remade it. Like, there's an old one and a new one. No, oh, I, I have not. Okay, but I, I doubt it'll be hereditary as the scariest. Probably not, but it's it's a, it's it's got a reputation. All um, right, Kendra, are you ready to you ready to break off a piece? I am. Uh, oh, that. Nostalgia news. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. Nostalgia news, eh? Eh? So, I got some news about your favorite fast food chain. <laughs> uh, uh, Chick-fil-A? No, it's that was sarcastic. It's about Taco Bell. Oh, I was oh, going to guess don't Taco mind. Bell. I don't mind Taco Bell. What? You used to hate it. Yeah, I can only do it like I can't continually go to it Got so it. it has to be well they were doing a uh it's called steal a game steal a taco and if the i don't know anything about basketball but apparently if the golden state warriors beat the raptors then everyone in the world gets a free taco and that's what happened so because they won they apparently won 109 to 104 now taco Wait. bell is giving away a free Doritos Locos Taco on June 18th. Can from, you... From 2 p.m. Just, to 6 p.m. Just one game? Here, I'll There's... read I'll read what it says. Uh, that's because the Warriors road game win over the Raptors in Toronto in Game 2 of the Hoops Tournament on June 2nd triggered Taco Bell's massive Doritos Locos Tacos nationwide giveaway. Oh, so they're just doing it over one game. Yes, not the series. No, just this one okay. game. Okay. So cool. uh, June eighteenth from two p.m. to six p.m. Run, don't walk to your local Taco Bell for a free Doritos Locos Taco. Cool. Chris Hemsworth is taking a break from acting, and when I oh my goodness, stop phone, be quiet, stop, stop. Oh my word, it won't let me press pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, when it, just had a panic. <laughs> the 
the first like headlines I was seeing of this is like Chris Hemsworth done with acting forever, but that's not the case. He's taking a year off from acting to spend more time with his family now that uh, Avengers is done and, you know, all that stuff is done. Um, So he said this year he probably isn't going to shoot anything. He's just going to be at home with his kids. So no one panic. He'll be back. Uh, but not for a year, which really we're not really going to notice because we've got Men in Black is coming out this summer. Yes. So yeah. it's not even going to feel like he's yeah. been gone. So no. um, Harrison Ford said that Indiana Jones 5 has will start filming in 2020. Now, I sent this to you and you said I saw this and I laughed. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Just because Harrison Ford, we're still doing Indiana Jones. I don't know. It just made me laugh when I saw it. I mean, go ahead, read, read what it says, and then we'll talk. Um, so uh, Harrison Ford said should should be starting to shoot sometime next year. Um, I guess they were supposed to start shooting earlier than that, but now it's been pushed back. Um, I don't know. Do you know what his role is going to be? Like, is he the no, lead? No, no, I don't know anything. It I would don't make, know anything either. It would make sense for him to uh, pass the torch on in this movie. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know. I, well, this I, says... I love Indiana Jones, so I'm, I'm excited for it. Now, do you know if, uh, if Spielberg's involved or... Well, this said, I don't know. This says, uh, is talking about Ford made a comment recently that once he's done playing Indiana Jones, no one else can play him. And then Spielberg said... Indiana Jones 5 is likely going to be Harrison Ford's last, but the series will certainly continue without him. It would make sense for him to to kind of hang it up and say... It would have made sense in the last one, I think. For yeah, that to no, happen. for sure, but we all know the success of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, so... <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't really... I don't know much about it, but... Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a little. That's a little nugget of uh, of them buying Lucas Films, is that they also got Indiana Jones. So, yeah, yeah, it's, that's uh, should be interesting. Interesting to see what they do. So this is kind of fun. Uh, Mickey Dolenz, Christopher Cross, and Todd Rundgren are uniting for a Beatles White Album tour, which is it's so random and so. Fun, I think. Um, Christian, what do you think about the Beatles? <laughs> um, I'm content living without them for most of my life. So, are you going to go to this? No. I would Chris- definitely go. Do you know who Christopher Cross is? Um, hello, I'm Chris Christopherson. No. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, I my don't. God. <laughs> Okay, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I was just continue. joking. Um, so I, I, I love the White Album and the Beatles, obviously. And I mean, that's that's pretty fun uh, for the three of them to be doing that. I'm not sure who Todd Rundgren is. Do you know who that is? No. Let me see if I can look it up. Uh, he's an instrumentalist. No, but I wondered if what band... Singer, songwriter, producer. Utopia. The band Utopia. Mickey Dolenz is from the Monkees. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So, um, yeah, that would be pretty fun. Um, let me see. Oh, 
yes. They have their schedule here. Let's see if they're coming anywhere near us. It looks like they're going everywhere. They're, I mean, it's like a, a, a U.S. tour, so you can probably find one near you. I think that would be a lot of fun. And that's going to be September and October of next gotcha. year. Carrie Underwood, who um, I like Carrie Underwood. I used to be a bigger fan of hers than I am now. But she has broke the record for the most CMT wins. So she won her 20th CMT Music Award. And that's that's the record. That's the most anyone's ever won. Which is pretty cool. So good for you, Carrie Underwood. Good for you, Carrie. I, I like her just fine. I, I thought it was funny. Not funny, but interesting. I was watching... Oh, what, a, what country awards was I watching? Man, I can't remember, but... Keith Urban won Artist of the Year. And I was like, is Keith Urban still, like, Doing that big? Thing. That Doing big that thing. he's, like... I love Keith Urban, but I didn't know that he was still, like, that big. That he's winning Artist of the Year over freaking Dan and Shay and, like, all the other Katie, Casey Musgroves and all these big names in country um, music It's right Musgraves, now. Kendra. I'm it's sorry, Musgraves. Musgraves. How dare you? <laughs> all right, that's all the news I have. Kendra. So it's my turn for Nostalgia of the Week. And I picked a nostalgia that I can't believe we haven't done yet. I um, can. You can? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was growing up, I had three main, like... Just Loves. like hardcore fan out things. The first the one tr- was the Trinity yeah. of of <laughs> geeking out. The first one was Star Wars, and then the I think Lord of the Rings was like the last one, and then in the middle was of course Harry Potter. So uh, I well, I I loved Harry Potter and still love Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I saw it in theaters, um, and from then on was just a hundred percent obsessed with it. I had tried reading it when I was way younger, like in elementary school and didn't like it. So I stopped reading it. Um, didn't really, didn't really get it for some reason. Uh, and so I ended up reading it later in life, but, um, saw the movie and just, that was it. I was just like hardcore Harry Potter fan. Um, so and it, it's funny, I don't know if you remember this, Corbin, but I have a memory. We went to the theater to see Joe Somebody, and our dad, like, left to go to the bathroom or something, and he came back and was like, hey, do you guys want to, like, watch Harry Potter instead? And we were like, <laughs> yes, get us out of this movie. So we snuck from Joe Somebody into Harry Potter, and we had already seen it, but so it was, like, our second time seeing it. Um, and we, it wasn't that far into the movie. It was like when they were getting to Hogwarts for the first time. So do you remember that Corbin? I am trying to figure out the movie Joe somebody. Yeah, it's I've Tim, never heard it's of that. Tim Allen and he like has to beat up somebody. Uh, oh yes. Huh. Yeah, I do. Now that you're saying that, cause it was really bad. Yeah. I mean, we, we were so, yeah. I think we were all three just like really bored. Yeah. It's not yeah. a good movie. So, <laughs> well, I don't know if you know, do you know how we got to watching the first one? No. Okay. So I was in the third grade and for a field trip, the school was going to take us to see Harry Potter, which is oh. weird thinking about it now. I don't, we didn't like, 
I think it had a lot of backlash um, from parents, so he didn't. But mom was like, I'm going to go see this before to make sure that it's okay for you to go see it. Mm. And so she did, and she came back, and she said, yes, it's fine for you to watch. So Nice. Yes. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I just remember after I saw it, I mean, I wanted everything Harry Potter. I had a magazine, I think, that had stuff about the first movie and the, especially like the second movie too, Chamber of Secrets. Like I had a, I know I had a magazine about it and I would just like look through it like it was falling apart. I looked through it so much just about different things about the movie uh, and all that stuff. Um, I used to lay awake at night and just like uh imagine like just be waiting for mcgonagall to come to the front door to give me my letter <laughs> to <laughs> to hogwarts oh, as i'm sure many many young children have done i was like i i loved it um so what what what's your experience christian have you seen all the movies <laughs> no have you seen any okay. of the movies <laughs> so i've seen <laughs> I've seen the first one, and I've seen the last two. (laughs) There's a whole list of things that have happened that I had no clue what was going on. Well, I was similar. So, well, keep going, and I'll say my experience. Was that it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I obviously was very much into it uh, for the first three movies I was into it. And I remember, is the fourth one like the Wizard Olympics? Yeah, the Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Tri-Wizard so I, Tournament. Okay, Wizard Olympics. So <laughs> I remember going to see that and being like, I think I'm done. So I did not last. So I went from one, two, three, four, and then I saw seven part two and hadn't seen any of it. And then in college, I watched them all through again. So it, this obviously has the nostalgia factor for me. It's it. I do remember my first crush is in this movie of uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel oh. Radcliffe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of um, Emma. I had a huge crush on Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I had the biggest crush on Emma Watson, and I still do, and I don't care. So, I, I mean, I was I very much like this, and this is what I always say when people talk about it. I understand your fandom for it, and I really get it. Like, I I watch them, and I get it, and I understand. I just don't think that this will... Like, it never beat Lord of the Rings or Star Wars for me. Ever. Like, if... I would always choose those two over it. And so, I think by the fourth one, I just was kind of burnt out. And I was like, we still have, like, four more to go. The fourth one is where the poop hits the fan. It's where yeah, things get real. I, I get it, but I think I was just done. I, I don't know. So that that's kind of my experience with it and and everything. But well, I I've always loved the Sorcerer's Stone, and I know most people at this I don't know most people would say book wise and movie wise that Prisoner of Azkaban is the best, and I I agree like. I love Prisoner of Azkaban, but Sorcerer's Stone will just always have this place in my heart because I I just watched the crap out of it, like, 
yeah. over and over again. And I like memorized all the lines and, uh, you know, just it, it was, it was my obsession. So a little about the movies, if I can find my place. Um, so the, uh, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, all of them not include, like, the main thing, not including the Fantastic Beasts movies, uh, all, uh, 70% are above. Um, so which would you say has the highest? I'm, I've already looked at that, looked at it. Okay. I will guess. Sure. Do you know any of the names? I got the, I got the order Um, for them. Is there two Deathly Hallows? Yeah, well, part one and part two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's uh, the Sorcerer's... Deathly Hallows part two is the best movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually just told you the answer. The Prisoner of Azkaban is oh, okay. the highest with, uh, with 90%. Um, and at, which one is that again? That is, that's the third one. That's the one uh, with the... Um, Peter, his according, his according uncle to... breaks out of jail, and that's the one with the the Dementors sucking the life out of everybody. Kinder, according oh. to this, uh, uh, Deathly House Part 2 has a 96%. And Prisoner of Oh, has... you're right! So... Huh! So, huh. I, so I was so right. look at that, Kendra! Sorry, I didn't scroll up. I didn't scroll up high enough. You just really like the ring race, or whatever they're called. <laughs> Dementors. 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 Um, yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. Um, and it, Aha. you know, I guess they may, <laughs> I don't know. It's the last one. I've only seen that one once. It's just, it's very sad. So many people die that you love. Um, but anyway, so, okay. So Deathly Hallows has the highest, then Prisoner of Azkaban, then Goblet of Fire, which is the fourth one. Next, uh, is highest rating is Harry Butter, Harry... <laughs> Harry, Harry, Harry Butter. Potter. I like that. Yo, you ever seen that Harry Butter and the Half Blood Prince? Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, which is the sixth, which is the sixth one. Then uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Then Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Then uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And then Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part. One. Did I do that right, Corbin? Is that the right oh, order? Oh, so Deathly Hallows Part yes. One was the worst. Yes, Eric calls that movie Harry Potter and the Tent Times because they're just on the run, hanging out in a tent for a lot of time. Oh the yeah, movie. I have. I remember um, that. So, uh, how? What? Which one? Uh, I mean, not Christian, but Corbin. Which one would you say is your favorite? Uh, probably Chamber of Secrets. I think that's the one I had the most hype about, and I think that's when Emma Watson really started to become hot in my <laughs> mind as a as a kid. So, I would probably say the Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets is so good. It has Dobby, and it has. I think the reason I don't think that I really remember Prisoner of Azkaban that well. I probably have only seen it like. That's the one with the Whomping Willow, and they. Oh no! Just kidding. That's the second one. Never mind. The third one is the one with, uh, the the map, the Marauders map, 
and the the Whomping Willow is in it, but that's the one with the werewolf. Is that the? That's not uh, <coughs> the. That's the, the one where they save the hippogriff. Oh God! You were throwing out some terms that I don't <laughs> even know. When they is the save, no, you ever... They save the bird from being killed. Oh! Oh, that's the time travel one. Yes, the time travel one. Oh, I I think that movie is really long. That's all I remember. Hmm. Is it really long? Let's see. I don't know. Which one's the one with the Patronus? That <laughs> with the is. Patron. Which one's the one with that Patron? It's it's 142 minutes, so it's over two hours long. Um, it's the third one is the one with the Patronus, right? Yeah, because he's he's trying to make the Dementors go away, and he oh. uses his Patronus, and he thinks he sees his dad. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so here's how I remember the movies. Where did, where did I just go? The Sorcerer's Stone was good, and then, I, I remember Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets on their own, but Prisoner of Azkaban, Time Travel, Goblet of Fire, Wizard Olympics, Order of the Phoenix, I don't remember at all. Half-Blood Prince, uh, I don't, I, actually, I don't remember any of them after that, so... Does Snape die in the sixth one? Which one's the one where he says, how dare you stood where he stood? Uh, that is the best line out of all of these movies. I have used that so much in my life. I don't know. I feel like that's the last one. I don't know, but I say that so dramatically in any time where it is presented. I haven't... I... I... I haven't watched the the either of the Deathly Hallows in a very long time. I I've only I saw the second one in theaters, and that was it. Kendra, I here's a... actually it wasn't in theaters because I read the book very late. So... Okay. The question I want to ask you: mm-hmm. Do you think that these movies suffer from different directors? Mm. Yes or no? I would say. Do you think that's a strength, or do you think that that is a weakness? I think it's I. I think it works because the they really I mean after the fourth one it gets dark like and they they kind of grow with the audience I think like we start out uh you know kind of lighter and we're like you know just being introduced to this world and uh then by the end I mean it's like the fate of the world. So I don't know. I, th- I think it works. I think that they are like, besides, I think deathly hallows part one is probably the weakest, but I think the rest of them are pretty solid. Like it doesn't feel like there's a big dip to me. Okay. Why? What do you think? Well, I don't, I don't know that I am, uh, I am capable to answer this question, but I mean, to me, I don't know. I'm just so not a fan or have any, like, bearings of of this to really give it. But I think that's, like, the, the best thing about Lord of the Rings is it's one director, one vision, one go, you know? So, yeah. and I know they're not the same thing, and I'm not trying to make them out to be the same thing, but... I think I don't know, director... I mean, Star Wars, like, Star Wars hasn't had the same director throughout. Like, yeah. George Lucas didn't direct all of them when it was his thing, so... I think each of the directors stays true to what the world is and what it looks like and what it feels like. Like, it never, it never feels like 
uh, well, this feels like Harry Potter, but this doesn't right. feel like Harry Potter. Like, is I there like so with the Marvel universe? You have uh, what's his name? They did Firefly. What's his name? Oh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, so it's like Josh Whedon was like kind of behind it, and then you had like I, I mean, as much as we say about Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder behind DC, and then was there like that kind of a presence with this, where it was kind of a director guiding it throughout all of them, or I do not know. I don't, I don't know that. Okay. I mean, I know J.K. Rowling was there, and she was. Rolling like bowling. She was overseeing things uh, and had a big hand in it. So, I mean, I think they just, they were lucky to to have people who all had this vision for it, you know. Right. So, I have some fun facts about these movies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, this is on, what am I on here? BuzzFeed, probably, yes. Um, the graphics team hand wrote thousands of letters, but then found out that they were too heavy for the owls. So they had to make them again. Um, and it took the owls six months to learn how to carry the letters. Wow. (laughs) Um, so if you've seen the first one, you know, I mean, owls are carrying letters throughout the whole thing, but there's a lot of owls and letters in the first one, especially. Um, so in the first one, remember when he goes to the bank and that giant door like opens and it's got all the like gears turning and stuff. Yes. yes. So that door actually works and it, it took three months to make the door. So gotcha. um, that's pretty cool. Um, there were over, over 20,000 packages and goods in the windows of Diagon Alley. Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, and Emma Watson didn't see the Great Hall until they filmed the sorting hat scene, which I think is cool because that I like it when they do stuff like that. Like in the Goonies, they didn't see the ship until right, right, um, they yeah. were right there. There was only one staircase built for the movies. Interesting, huh. because as you know, there's a million stairs in those movies, right, and they're always right. moving and stuff. Many of the portraits in Hogwarts were based on cast and crew. For example, um. Well, they're showing a specific picture here, but it's of one of the production designers. So in the movies, you know, the paintings move and stuff, and there's paintings everywhere. Um, Let's see. Is there any other fun things in here? Uh, uh, you know, I do like the music to this. I will say that while, while you're looking. I, yeah. I think that it is very iconic, and it does fit with it very well. Yes, it is um, extremely iconic. There's scores that you can just play and you immediately know. Um, and I think this is one of them. Yeah, the and little bum bum, the little bell thing. <laughs> do 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 do. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Do do do. Um, uh, Kendra, exactly. can, is there a way uh, that you could just ask Christian a bunch of Harry Potter trivia questions? <laughs> I feel like that would be very entertaining. For him to just not know any answers. <laughs> yeah. Listen, let me, wait. I, can I tell a story real quick about Christian? Sure. And and so one time we were playing this game. What's that? What's that? What's that game, the game called where you have the thing and you have to describe? Click the button. Now, we play it all the time. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Uh, catchphrase. Oh, catchphrase. Okay. Catchphrase. And the word was Gryffindor. And Christian says, I think of an eagle. When I hear this, 
and then he tried to describe he tried to like give what it started with so he tried to say the letter g without saying g and then the time went off and he said it was gryffindor and everybody said why didn't you just say the house that harry potter was in <laughs> and he said i didn't know that <laughs> i actually know that that's a house now he learned the hard way <laughs> and i i know because me and Kendra took the what house would you be in quiz yeah. one time. Oh, yeah. I think I took that. So I was Slytherin, I think. I'm a Hufflepuff. No, I'm pretty sure you were Hufflepuff. Oh, no. I was definitely Slytherin. I Christian think you were Hufflepuff. Be <laughs> because I remember, like, you took it, and because we were waiting forever to get into the Cheesecake Kendra, Factory. Can you, can so you... you took it, and Morgan took it, and I'm pretty sure you both were Hufflepuff. But oh. I could be wrong. Kendra, can you um, explain to me the now? It's very clear that Gryffindor is for good and Slytherin is for bad. But I, what? No, are the, what are, not necessarily. Okay, it's just that, that's the way. That's not the way I felt after watching three of them. It's clear <laughs> that Slytherin are bad people. All the Slytherin end up being bad, don't they? I no. don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, but anyway, can you explain to can you explain the houses to us? Yes, I like can. Malfoy or whatever. Well, I just don't understand. Like, what is Ravenclaw and? Let uh, me let me tell you because I can do that. Hufflepuff is where all of the characters go to be irrelevant. <laughs> pretty pretty much. Sure. I mean, I didn't know any like. I'm pretty sure. It's I don't irrelevant. know. Do they? Do, <laughs> does anybody else from like those two houses have any? Like, is anybody else from those houses? Or are they all just Slytherin? Uh, Cedric Diggory from Goblet of Fire was Hufflepuff. Okay, you're saying that in such a condescending tone, like I should have known that. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> is that, wait, is that, uh, is that old, old, Is, is uh, that the guy who kind of looks like Gimli? No. It's the big uh, dude with the beard. Ced no. Cedric Diggory is Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I literally do not know characters <laughs> of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad. I think he was just describing, uh, <laughs> What's his name? The big guy. Hagrid. Uh, Hagrid. 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 Yeesh. He has a blue. Man. Okay. Well, here's what I remember about Hagrid. He has a blue dragon. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, he has a dragon. He... Oh, oh, God. I've seen that one part. <laughs> he has a blue dragon. Is All right. Are right? you ready? <laughs> so each of the houses has traits. So right. Gryffindor is courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. Hufflepuff is hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and there's our mascot is the badger. And you said ours. Yeah, because I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> uh, Ravenclaw is intelligence, creativity, learning, and wit. And Slytherin is ambition, cunning, leadership, and resourcefulness. Oh, and evil. See, so not every Slytherin is evil. It just, that's the way well, in the, the movies. Okay, everything that movie made it out to be, when they went into, like, their little dorm area, it was, like, black on black. <laughs> and, like, Gryffind like, Gryffindor's was, like, a cozy home Well, field. theirs is, like, green. Yeah, so... I don't know what to tell you. Slytherin's just the goth group, you know? Slytherin's like, yeah. They're just <laughs> rebels. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So that's the that's the differences. 
Between. Is uh, Malfoy evil the whole time? I mean, yeah. I hate him. I he he, he kind of, I mean, he has a bit of an arc in the... Do you know how yes. I know that he's a character? <laughs> <laughs> how? I, it's not from the movies. I I remember there was a toy commercial where you could fight like with Harry Potter on one side and Malfoy on the other. Oh, on the table? Like, on yeah. the table? And yeah. it was like, oh, I use my whatever. Yeah. Oh, and, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, that's how I know about Malfoy because sure. I remember that toy commercial. Gitter, I think we just need to redo this episode and just have Christian <laughs> describe everything <laughs> about Harry Potter he possibly can. Oh, Newt, Newt Scamander, who's the main character in the Fantastic Beast movies, is a Hufflepuff. Oh, is that Hufflepuff name? is like the ones that people think are like nothing but we're actually really awesome so just saying anyway I just think you're trying to defend your house yeah well my house is awesome so well and i'm pretty sure you're in hufflepuff <laughs> i'm definitely in slytherin that's not how i remember it <laughs> <laughs> um okay so a couple like where are they now things um uh, Rupert Grint has been in several shows lately. He's in a Netflix show called Sick Note. Um, yeah. And he was just in the ABC Murders on Amazon. Um, Emma Watson is... Um, she's like a UN representative. And she does a lot of, of stuff with the UN. She also has a book club on Goodreads, of which I am a part. I have never read any of the books but i i'm part of it so and then daniel radcliffe i mean he went on to do other things he was in a a thing with uh freaking was it john ham the one about the yeah. doctor the young doctor christian could talk to you about one of his movies which movie would that be the Woman in Black. Oh, um, yeah. I've heard that's pretty scary, actually. Yeah. I have a fear of governesses. <laughs> so, <laughs> from the 1800s. So, it was oh scary God. to me. <laughs> oh, my God. And I exactly, have a fear of governesses. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like, oh my God. it's governess in an old house. Scary as crap. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so he... Oh, he was just in that movie, Swiss Army Man. I say just. I feel that, like that was a while ago. Um, I was not a fan of that movie. Which yeah. is sad, because I love Paul Dano. Yeah. Like he's, I think he's great, so... So, they're all still... And obviously, I mean, Emma Watson was in Beauty and the Beast, so... They're all still doing stuff. But the funny thing, Christian, is that the the kid who plays Neville Longbottom is, like, super like just silly looking in the movies and now he's like chiseled abs like he hit, you, that, he hit that puberty you should look up a before oh. and after picture okay. of him because everyone wow. like freaks out about how he used to be this like really pudgy kid and now he's like super hot or whatever so i don't th i don't know that he's been in anything else but uh he's got that going for him so that's funny. Um, it's crazy how things just uh, bleed over into other things, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, should we, how should we rate this? 
in um should we gl- rate the whole glib globs no well but should we rate the whole series that seems like a thing yeah i'm not rating each movie <sighs> how many dead dobbies should we give this <laughs> how many <laughs> does dobby die so when dobby dies in the oh i guess he does die that's the one that I've seen. I think it was I the forget same. everyone who dies. When Davi dies in the in the Deathly Hallows Part One, I uh, was very unaffected because I had no history <laughs> with that character whatsoever, and there's like no build up for him in that movie at all. So it's just like him getting stabbed or yeah, whatever or yeah. something. And dying. I think I remember that now. And uh, I was like, huh. It seems like that would be a character people would like. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't care at all because I that was literally the first time I ever saw him. Uh, what's the what's that golden little thing called? The that snitch. golden thing, the snitch. The oh. snitch. We could read it snitches. The golden snitch. The snitches get stitches. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm gonna rate the whole series as an eight. Um, because I think I think you know the last Deathly Hallows Part One not amazing and i haven't rewatched those later ones but i mean the strength of the first four i think is i mean they're just they're so good and they're so good to watch and i know some people are like wow sorcerer's stone isn't that good it is so nostalgic for me uh and i just i love it so much so i give it an eight i used to have a fang to it was his was the three-headed dog named fang fluffy Fluffy. I used to have a fluffy t-shirt. And I love that <laughs> That's true, you did. I, for one Christmas, got the Lego Hogwarts uh, thing, and it took me forever to put together, but it was like the castle. Yeah, the I, couldn't even, castle. I couldn't even play with it. Yeah, no. Because it took would, it forever just, to put together. She would just let it sit up there on the shelf. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm. I mean, I had poster. I had, like, everything. I had uh, dolls. I had... You remember my Harry Potter and uh, Hermione, like, they weren't Barbie dolls, but they look like... American girl dolls. No, but they kind of look like Barbie <laughs> yeah, dolls. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I probably still have them somewhere. I'm but... sure you do. Yeah. Right next to your cereal box cutout of yeah. Harry Potter oats. For sure. Or something. Um, okay, so I probably like three out of the eight. I really am nostalgic for two out of the eight. So if this was on a scale of eight, I'd give it a two out of eight. Mm-hmm. But it's out of ten. And <laughs> this did give me my first ever Hollywood crush. So I'll go four out of out of ten. So this it the first two are nostalgic, but I don't hold any any ties to I'll never I'll never watch these. If if they're on TV, maybe, but I don't think I'll ever go back and watch them. Um, there's like a point in time where I thought about reading the books, but I just think that ship sailed. I would reread the book. I think like once I have kids and they're old enough, like I would definitely read through these books. See, with when I have kids and they're old enough, I will definitely read Lord of the Rings with my kids. So Ugh, that's where it that. lies. I right, we'll love... have fun with the the chapters describing a freaking field the, for the Hobbit is meant for kids. Okay, the Hobbit, sure, but I I feel like Lord reading... of the Rings is so good, Kedra. <laughs> All right, Christian. I love the way he describes fields. Christian. Okay, 
I'm gonna give this a five. Wow. You went higher than me. Yeah. You, you've Here's only why. seen two of Here's them. Here is why. <laughs> okay, I'm only counting the first and the last two movies. So um, I gave the first movie a one. Okay. Because I hate that movie. Oh I cannot Lord. stand anything about it. <laughs> I hate the freaking owls delivering mail. <laughs> I I hate the annoying family that's jerks to him. They should all be destroyed. Oh, God. The family, that is. The family, not yeah. the owls. I would, you know, I think they get payback, but... So are you giving the last one a four? Uh, no, I actually love the last one. Because everyone dies. It's very emo. I love it. I love it. I gave the uh, tent one a five, because I was, like, uh, indifferent either way. You only saw the first one, or you saw both? I saw them? both of the Deathly Oh, okay, okay. So the first, I mean, I was actually kind of interested in the story at this point, because it was, like, Voldemort's pretty cool. Yeah. I had, you know... So, like, it got me kind of interested in it. I wasn't interested enough to watch the previous five movies right, again. Right, But, um, yeah, I thought it was kind of cool, and the fights are kind of cool. And then the last one, I just thought the fighting was cool. Like, the yeah. all the battles with the wizards, and I just like watching that dude with the snake. He's all creepy and stuff. A slithery no. snake. Uh, yeah. I really, I so really, I gave the last uh, one a nine. I really do enjoy Ralph Fiennes as Voldemort. Yeah, I think he he, he does a really good job. Yeah, he's old yeah. old uh, Ramses. Yeah. So that averaged out to a five. Well, I feel That's like sorry. all Harry all Harry Potter fans are like spitting at their phones right now <laughs> with what you just said, but. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do have a, <laughs> I do have a Harry Potter quiz for us, um, okay. and it's a quiz about the movies. Okay. So, cool. um, yeah. I'm gonna be good. This, this is on. <laughs> I'm guaranteed to win. This is on uh, Pottermore, which is the big Harry Potter website, official website. So the first question is: Who directed Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Richard Attenborough, Chris Columbus, Steven Spielberg, or Rob Reiner? Rob Reiner. It's it's Christopher Columbus. It's Chris Columbus. Yes. Oh. Wow. What Chris, is, what? Rob Reiner. <laughs> I don't know any of those directors besides Spielberg. So. What is the very first line of the film of Sorcerer's Stone? I have a very bad feeling about this. Sorcerer's <laughs> <laughs> Stone. Uh, I should oh. have known that you would be here. Good evening, Professor Dumbledore. Are the rumors true? Uh, we're perfectly normal, thank you very much. Or somebody's left something at the door, dear. Um, I think it's the second one, because I remember that. What was the second one again? Uh, I should have... Or, good evening, Professor Dumbledore. Are the rumors true? I remember... What's her name? McGonagall. McGonagall's saying that. Well, I'll just say the fourth one, just to be different. <laughs> uh, no. The correct answer is, I should have known that you would be here. Because she walks up as a cat. Oh, and then she turns into right. a person. Oh, I, so, I got that correct. In oh. in the following, shocking, <laughs> so shocking. In the following famous Snape line, where does actor Alan Rickman place a very long pause? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, first one. People will. <laughs> <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Sorry, Christian just made a really funny face <laughs> that no one. 
No one listening could see. Oh. <laughs> All right. Instead of saying pause, I'm going to put in a pause. All right. Okay. So tell me. Okay. So here's the first one. People will think you're up to something. <laughs> People will think you're up to something. People will think you're up to something. <laughs> Or people will think you're up to something. That's hard. Um, I'll go three. I'll go four. I'm going to go four, too. Oh, it's four. Oh. People will Harry think Potter you're Christian, up to something. Christian. Laying it on you hoes. <laughs> Harry Potter knowledge. <laughs> All right. In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, what color is the sock that Dobby gets at the end? Blue, red, black, or gray? A pale white to match your skin tone. Gray. <laughs> you think it's gray? Yes. I think it's black. Christian, what do you think? He Gr- said pale white. <laughs> I guess gray fits that the best. Oh, uh, it was gray. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what up? In the Chamber of Secrets book, Mrs. Weasley magically fixes Harry's broken glasses. Who repairs them in Diagon Alley in the film? Hermione, Hagrid, Gilderoy Lockhart, or Mr. Weasley? Um, Hagrid. That's Herm- easy. Hermione. 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 I remember everything. Wait, okay. I would be really upset if we talked this whole time about Harry Potter and did not talk about the all that skit of Harry Bladder. <laughs> That's, I forgot that, about that. That was the best thing. I thought about it when you said Harry Butter earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, so, you know, Harry Bladder. The I remember Harry that. Butter reminds like that's like the title of like a scary movie type. type Harry you know, Butter, like, epic movie. Harry Butter. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Like spoof movie. Yeah, yeah. a spoof movie. Yeah. Like from that group yeah. that made all those Harry Butter. <laughs> it would be obviously terrible. Um, yeah. And, of, and it, I mean, of course, Potter Puppet Pals. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you loved that. Yes. You know, we the first time we found that, that, we just watched it for hours. I mean, yeah. it's still so funny. All right, next question. What is Gilderoy Lockhart doing in the large portrait of himself in the movie Chamber of Secrets? Riding a dragon, painting a portrait of himself, playing the bagpipes, or catching a golden snitch? Uh, painting a portrait of himself. Yeah, that's him. Mm, I'll go with bagpipes, because I oh, like them. Oh, Christian. He should have stuck with your guns. He's painting a portrait of himself. You know, I really like that actor. Just, just yeah. mm-hmm. out there. He's a good actor. What is the spell Harry is attempting under the bedclothes in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban's opening scene? So he's under the sheets and he's doing a spell. Is it Lumos Maxima, Expelliarmus, uh, Expecto Patronum, or Lacarnum Inflammare? I'm going to go with Patron. Patron. Uh, I go the first one. The What is it? Lumos Maxima. Yeah, because that sounds loom like luminate, and he's having a flashlight. That is correct. He's right. he's woo Christian. <laughs> In Christian pres- just wanted to say Patron. <laughs> <laughs> I like Patronus because it's the only one that I can remember. <laughs> and I saw some. The reason that I remember this is not because of the movie. <laughs> it's because I went to 
I went with my friend Joe to pick up one of the books at Barnes and Nobles when it came out, and it was like the it was like the fifth book, I think. And there was people dressed up like Harry Potter characters, and they all just were like saying random things from Harry Potter. And this girl bought this book, and then just like screams out Patronus, like <laughs> like right before she left. Christian's like Patron, and I was like, uh huh, that must be important. <laughs> so I've kept it tucked away. <laughs> Oh man! You know, yeah. I think the fandom of these movies has really drained the life out of it. Right? <laughs> All right, we'll do we'll do one more question because there's there's so many questions in this quiz. Uh, Barty Crouch Jr., played by David Tennant in the fourth movie, is notable for what facial tick? Oh, nose twitching, sticking his tongue out, spasmatic spasmodic blinking, or ear wiggling. Um, I know it. You know, ear wiggling sounds like kind of cute. So <laughs> go with that. If and David Tennant's it... so cute. <laughs> like he sticks his tongue out. Oh, yeah. He yeah he's always that. like, yeah, he, yeah, he's always like. <laughs> he, he loves snakes. I think yeah. it's just a thing he does. But... Oh. All right. Well, uh, if you're still with us after that uh, long Harry Potter talk. Uh, and you want to tell tell us about your love for Harry Potter or whatever your thoughts on Harry Potter are, you can reach us by email, nostalgiamethis at gmail.com or on Twitter at nostalgiamethis. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, please listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And don't forget to rate and subscribe. Shall we take it out with a Harry Potter quote? Yeah, I got one. Um You've got your mother's eyes. Is that what he says? <laughs> Snape, when he's dying? To Harry. I don't know. Is that know. what he says? It, I don't know. It's been a long time. I think he says that. How dare you stood where he stood. Is that the quote we're leaving on? Patronus. <laughs> I'll um, give a quote. Ah, that's Dobby dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Um, Harry, Harry! Um, I've been shot! <laughs> I don't think he says that. Goodbye, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this, this podcast, folks. <laughs>